Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Shit Snow for Season 13, Episode 19. Trouble. I am Dimples. This week on Red vs. Blue, Locus broke up with Felix. Felix fell to his death. Epsilon sent out a message to the galaxy, and Chairman Hargrove came to do whatever the opposite of rescuing is. Giving a eulogy for Felix this week are Brain Zero. He died as he lived being an asshole. And you know, if he landed head first, his butt was the last thing that went through his brain. Sylveon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are gathered here today to witness <laughs> the unity of Phoenix and Trash and death <laughs> and, and happiness and confetti <laughs> and and this will be the day that we can celebrate with liberty and justice for all. The end. Hallelujah. I understand why you wrote that. Cousin type. <laughs> Caboose would make a great funeral minister. <laughs> Red Armo. The behated Felix shall always be remembered in hating memory. Of the many memorable things that he brought to our lives, we will never forget the. the wait, who was that guy? Ah, oh, no one cares. <laughs> Daft Prodigy. Today we flush the angriest goldfish in existence down the great toilet of life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kaden. Rest in peace. Or pieces, depending on the condition of your body. <laughs> I prefer pieces. <laughs> Same. And Gazman. Looks like his plans blew up in his face. No! <laughs> Jesus. No! Good night, everybody. Thoughts on the episode. It was really breathy, and I had to hold my darkness. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was it was quite a bang. I, I yeah. really had a lot of fun watching it. <laughs> bang up job on this episode. I'm very happy because we got we basically all of our predictions came true in the only way that all of them could come true. <laughs> yep. Like yes. like yeah. like like we had a lot of conflicting ideas. But all of them came in. All of the little ways we were wrong canceled each other out <laughs> and left sort of a fuzzy picture so, of what actually happened. So, like, oh, let's, let's 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 recap real, real quick. Um, so, some of the predictions from last week are that Felix would come back and and without monologuing or like cut straight to the chase and kill a main character. What did Felix do? He pinned Caboose to the ground and went. <gasps> Uh. <laughs> so Felix was all ready to do what we predicted him doing. 
but he the blood the gulch answer. guys were just so yeah. dumb that they managed to find a way to prevent it from happening. <laughs> and we we also predicted that Locust would be killing Felix. And while Locust was not the one that fired the gun or, or threw the grenade that that killed him, he was the one that let it happen. He didn't that save him. True. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have to kill you, I but don't. I don't have to save you either. He's Batman. <laughs> yep. Actually, earlier on in the Shizno, I think I might have said this in season 12. Man, the third time Tucker throws Felix a grenade, it's gonna hurt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> please. You couldn't catch it this time. Because then you also got to think about Caboose and how the confetti thing he fired it. Yeah. Yeah. Once. Yeah, I think, thing, I think it. I think it was Rain. I think it was Rain who said. Um, you'll, I'm, I'm not sure. It might have been somebody else. Um, who said uh, that. Um, Caboose would be saved by his confetti gun. Um, mm. Back when everybody, back when Caboose and them were cornered by Sharkface <laughs> at Ooh, the uh-huh. Temple of Testing. Um, and while it didn't happen there, it happened here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I love th- th- this episode was just filled with so many like epic moments, like especially the return good. of Doc in the Ghost yes. and the the, oh, the yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm the original bad boy. That was such a great. Look. That was such a yeah. yeah. Oh, that was beautiful. You just got again? docked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> docking? Did somebody say docking? Hey, <laughs> shut up, Donna. He docked his pay. <laughs> Do we want to talk about Locust turning on Felix? What I noticed, I think the second time I saw it, was uh, the the framing of that scene with all the slapstick and everything. He's on normal flat ground until Locust appears, and then from that point on, it's framed the same exact way that the fear vision for Locust was. Yes! With, with I noticed that as well. I was like... Ooh. Um, but it's also interesting in that that flashback scene was sort of marked as the moment that Locus was traumatized and then lost his way. Got wrapped up in these bad coping mechanisms that led to him uh, trying very hard not to claim any responsibility for any of the things he was doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And this scene is him taking responsibility for the things he's done. Mm -hmm. He says, I'm not a soldier, I'm a monster. Like you, Felix. Oh, and dang. that it's it's him going I've done horrible things and you encourage me to do horrible things like and this is him breaking things off I think I think Locus knew he was trouble before he walked in <laughs> Now Felix is lying on the cold hard ground No he's lying on the cold hard ground <laughs> Well, shame on me now. <laughs> I did. I did want to talk about another little bit of analysis there, um, and it's um, specifically Santa's role in all of this. I love the um, way he talked down to Locus, like meddler, ignorant creature. Um, there was somebody last. I think it was. Was it two weeks ago? Dukes said that maybe Santa isn't as trustworthy as we thought he was. Yeah, that's making me lean a little bit more towards that, mm-hmm. uh, as well as the whole he, the whole galaxy will hear your message bit. I'm a little I'm side eyeing Santa a little bit now. He's uh, what if he turns as neutral as uh, he presents himself to be? Mm-hmm. What if so, he turned so he on the? I, I had a thought that. Um, that like 
one of the reasons that Hargrove said that you've made a huge mistake was that it's it's also bad for like everyone to know where Chorus is. Mm-hmm. Like it was it was kind of good that Chorus was this little planet that was kind of in obscurity. Because um, it's covered it's in delicious covered artifacts. In delicious artifacts oh, um, nom, that nom, the aliens nom. don't seem to know are there. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, suddenly we've given you their coordinates with technology that only the aliens have. But only two oh. people can activate it, though. That the, it's only Technology Tucker that Lucas. the aliens worship, mm-hmm. and the, the tensions between humans and Sangheli have been rising. Oh. They've been teasing this since episode one. God Uh-oh. damn it. It's all <laughs> an elaborate conspiracy. What act of goodwill is Locus going to do? I have a feeling that, this is a long shot, that with Hargrove now hanging out closer, Mm -hmm. you know, by the comm tower, he might go get in the ship, seek out the brand new meta armor, Mm -hmm. knowing that Hargrove is trying to mass produce it, he's going to go in steal the suit, sabotage the plan, and make sure that Hargo cannot replicate that suit ever again. I can actually really see Locus being the one to destroy it of all of the characters. But not destroy it, he's going to take it for himself. Yeah, yeah. I picture him taking it more than just like uh, blowing it up. Um, I think that would be an interesting parallel because the counselor said the meadow was trying to become human. And Locus basically just reclaimed his human fallibility. Oh. He sees this as his path to humanity. So that, that could be that could be seen as perhaps another step toward um, becoming Metaman. something new and different, mm-hmm. better than he was, um, in a in in a symbolic fashion. Yeah. Maybe, not just mm. in getting new shiny technology. What I thought would be would what he might do is go to the staff of Caron and go. Felix is dead. I have I have information that's mandatory to the mission, and and so uh, and he goes. But if you, if I'm going to give it to you, I need the main armor, and and Hargrove's just like, like like that's his only option left. So he goes, very well. Let me take it. And then as he takes the main armor, uh, the chairman goes. Now what was the information that you had for me? And Locust just goes. The mission is over. (laughs) Kills the chairman. (laughs) (laughs) Consider this my resignation. Wait, he can't kill Um, the chairman, though. Yeah, he's sort of on a murder break. Yeah. (laughs) 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 He's on a murder break. Oh, God. (laughs) No such thing. But maybe much like uh, he did with Felix, um, he could delay or refuse to help the chairman uh, so that um, the Reds and Blues uh, and the lieutenants in Washington, Carolina, and all of them down on the planet can kill him. One of the things that I was thinking would be perhaps Locus would take this opportunity to take a page out of Felix's book and annoy the crap out of the chairman with a monologue. <laughs> you use oh, me just, oh, every day to be just your weapon. Well, now it's time for me to be my own weapon. 
I mean, He's, and, and Hargrove is like, shut up! You talk too much! <laughs> I learned from the best. I learned it from watching you. I, I would I would prefer that Locus go out um, with some sort of uh, plot helping action here rather than sort of just like disappearing into the ether to become one yeah. of the oh we have a side character who's not technically dead yet and come back you know three seasons from now uh, then that's sort of like I I feel like mostly because that would raise the risk of well he did so much good while he was gone and because now the fan base isn't as mad at him we could make him a good guy and I don't want Locust to ever be a good guy Locust committed genocide oh, <laughs> he's that gray area he's like Catwoman I I don't I don't see Locus coming back as a good guy. He's like an anti-hero. If, if, if I maybe yeah, like if if he comes back, it will be it will be because um, it will be because oh, a thing that I've been tracking happened across your path. Um, I'm not here to help you, and and I don't want your help. But I have to stop this thing. I I really like the idea of him as that kind of lone wolf vigilante like um, like kind Kinda of like, like a, a mad max or riddick or even on some level jack sparrow like, yeah that'd be pretty cool <laughs> he was or a pirate like for a while or like tex yeah tex like originally yeah originally like, where it was like oh tex is a kind of a nasty person and, he, and none of us really like her but we're interacting with her because we have to and he does have um, the camo thing so he does he does I, okay i'm calling All it right. next season episode 11 <laughs> episode 10 yeah episode 10 locust comes back jesus <laughs> no this is gonna be the biggest long shot i'm ever. laughing because it's gonna happen <laughs> that's the summary of the shoes now begin lightning round what are other options for felix's famous last words I was never actually that cool. I played Dungeons and Dragons against myself. <laughs> <laughs> if I am not the best mercenary on this planet, then may I be struck by... <laughs> <laughs> struck by this planet. <laughs> the most fitting, yes. I think Felix said, I wish shields made better parachutes. Yeah. See, my vote was going to go to son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, son of a... <laughs> he, sh he, should he should have said son of a bitch, and then and then uh, the reds and blues would just be standing there arguing, wait, is he actually dead? I mean, I don't think people die after they say son of a bitch. <laughs> and then Locust just pulls out the sword like, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> oh, in the distance, they hear a herc blah. Yep, he's confirmed dead, confirmed dead. <laughs> the quietest herc blah. <laughs> gonna go with another horrible pun uh you guys are you guys are blowing oh, this yeah. way out of proportion <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> or i'm too pretty to die <laughs> i haven't even seen paris yet <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd like to think that in his last moments felix expressed his greatest fears and confessed that he couldn't survive without locus but only because he was so dependent on Locus's baked cookie snacks. They were just so good and Felix couldn't live without them. Locus, I've always loved you. 
<laughs> and, uh... Hi. How could you do this to me? What did Felix land on? Felix landed on the funnel cake stand, and now it's a wall. Oh, no. <laughs> I was gonna... Shit. He landed in the trash compactor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he is compactor. <laughs> he landed right at home. It welcomed him with open vents. <laughs> Hopefully a really long spike. So he can <gasps> just go out like Vlad the Impaler would have wanted him to go out. <laughs> I think he got the point. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, shit! You and death really fucked me this round. Uh, hopefully, like a flowing, like a river that leads to the radioactive lake. So whenever, yes. whenever Kimball goes out to reflect, she sees her corpse and like she feels happy on the inside. <laughs> but what? What if he returns in like season eighteen as some sort of mutated cabbage monster mercenary? Alien zombies. Zombie AU. God because damn it. He's dead. <laughs> I still think it'd be pretty cool if he landed in Lake Bus. The Lake Bus. Lake. The bus at the bottom. Pretty effectively. Oh my word! I forgot that joke happened. <laughs> what? <laughs> He got thrown. We we said Felix would get thrown under the bus. Uh, yes, the bus at the bottom of the radioactive lake. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh gosh. Old jokes. Old joke. I say he landed in a pile of doilies that slowly wrapped around him and smothered him to death in honor of their fallen father. I really want him to just land on a trampoline that jettisons him all the way over to the shipwreck that he just escaped from. <laughs> and he lands on one of those red crystals and breaks everything at once. Because he fell from such a great height, like above the clouds, he just falls at any point. He went back up through the clouds. <laughs> in just a magnificent arc. <laughs> it's like one of those freaking Halo map horse games that they used to play in Achievement Hunter. <laughs> oh my god! I, 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 what, dead body. <laughs> what if he's just bouncing on the trampoline for eternity and like he's yeah. turns out his real fear is heights. <laughs> Beautiful. Imagine if, imagine if he landed on a trampoline and you know, lands right back up to where the, they are and be like, surprise, bitch. Thought you see the last of me. <laughs> this is the fall that never ends. Yes, it goes on and on, my friends. Who else saw Epsilon's message? I think the USDGA saw it, the Directors Guild of America. They were very upset to see these evil <laughs> reds and blues who have been known to take down directors. Steven Spielberg wasn't happy. <laughs> Steven Spielberg's head in a jar. <laughs> They're still waiting for Leonard Church's head in a jar. <laughs> I'd like to imagine that the fanatical reds and blues 
aren't seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about them. <laughs> They're completely baffled by the fact that for these people, red and blue are the same. Yeah, it's just, you know, major world shift there. Mm. I think that 479er saw it <laughs> from the little TV in her race car. Um, because I, I've, I've heard some people think that 479er took up drag racing um, <laughs> so, that she could still, so that she could still go really fast even though she can't fly anymore. And she was right in the middle of a race and she almost crashed from the shock. But she was so happy and excited to see all of them that she was able to rally and win the race anyway. I thought you were going to say she ends up crashing and now she can't drive a car anymore. <laughs> She's stuck oh. in a wheelchair. She has to go back to being command. Wow. 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 Yeah. No, I would No, I would never do that to 479er. Well, I'm going to go a bit morbid here. Say all the dead freelancers. Oh, <laughs> from their place in the afterlife? Or do they all have little TVs in their caskets? <laughs> yes. I think also um, a bunch of people on Earth who are now really irritated that they didn't get to find out how the 400th season of The Bachelor ended. <laughs> oh, you know that would be on TMZ. <laughs> this jerk interrupted The Bachelor. Imagine the clickbait articles. <laughs> you'll never, you'll never believe what happens next. <laughs> Message from Lost Planet. You'll never believe what they had to say. You have the uh, you have the group of people that are rewatching Lost, and as they're finding out what's wrong with the last episode, <laughs> that happens. And then they're like, no! I was, I was torn between the finale of The Bachelor and the finale of Lost. How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, what if they interrupted the finale of Game of Thrones because it's finally come out by that point? It's finally done! 500 years later. According to Hargrove's last statement, what terrible mistake have the Reds and Blues made? Well, when Epsilon was done with his message, they tried to order pizza. Because if it gets here in over 30 minutes, it's free, right? <laughs> 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 now I'm imagining of the Griff called all of the pizza places he knew, and there's a whole bunch of really stressed out and really tired pizza delivery people rushing to chorus to try to their pizza ready. What if, what if Hargrove came to deliver the pizza? That's why he arrived. You made a big mistake. You put pineapple on this pizza. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't. He didn't order Pizza Hut's uh, cheesy crust pizza. Red versus blue. Brought to you by Pizza Hut. <laughs> Hargrove was like. You sent that message to the entire galaxy, and you didn't even put any ads in? Do you realize how much money you could have made off even the smallest response rate? What sort of business are you running down here? Man, that ad revenue. Yeah, it's gonna be a trailer for Sarge the Movie too. <laughs> Sarge, Sarge Carter. This huge, terrible mistake goes all the way back to season 12, when Caboose goes over the ex on the comm, extra sauce, and he didn't realize how saucy that Hargrove was, and now he's there to deliver the <laughs> sauce that Caboose demanded. You will get all the sauce. 
<laughs> this world shall not end in fire or ice, but marinara. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god. It's all Alfredo now. Guys, <laughs> yeah, just put the pesto behind us. <laughs> See, they did the worst thing imaginable. They made him spill his tea. <gasps> no! Oh my god. A mistake that could actually lead to the Reds and Blues downfall. Since they didn't guard all of the temples, what if a single pirate managed to escape and infiltrate the Temple of Procreation, where he gained the ability <laughs> to defeat the entire army with just the power of seduction? I don't want Hargrove and the Temple of Procreation anywhere in the same idea. (laughs) Lightning round complete. How will Epsilon's infamous This is the story of how I died message come to pass? So after all is said and done, and they're debriefing the lieutenants on what happened, and Church starts talking about how he died, and telling a story, and someone pops in with you. You didn't die. Again, come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was pretty like... fucking close. You <laughs> <laughs> see, I was glitching out and shit. But, but you're not dead. Shut up, Epsilon. You've Epsilon. You've been talking, and he's saying, "I sometimes I think about all the fragment pieces I had." Now they all die, and then you have, like, Delta and Data going, Stop telling everyone that we're dead! And he goes, Sometimes I still hear the voices. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, I have a legitimate theory. One of the most deadly weapons in our current time as well is an EMP. Or EMP, <gasps> as it's also known. It could be... I, I, think, I think what could happen is... Um, the, an EMP is triggered. Like, it could be Hargrove activating it, but uh, I don't think it would end with the villain getting the last word. This isn't an episode of 24. What I think <laughs> might happen is, I think, I think, <laughs> I think Church might activate an EMP in, with like, maybe with Santa's help, in like a moment of self-sacrifice and bring down the staff of Charon. Probably in the nick of time before, like maybe he, uh, Hargrove detonates some uh, small nukes that he had in season 10. Those nukes. It, all, it would also bring it full circle, as this is how the uh, original part of this overall arc ended in Reconstruction, with Alpha oh using the EMP to sacrifice himself. I don't want another AI to die by EMP. <laughs> um, I'm kind of torn at the moment, though, because I have several ideas, and I'm not sure which I like better, between Epsilon uploading himself to the Staff of Charon and crashing it into the planet, or if he uploads himself to Chorus's computer system, does something technomagically awesome to save everything, and then sort of falls apart in there. What, what if he fused with Santa? Oh. <laughs> I can just imagine a fusion dance. Yeah. Well, if you have Santa and Church. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's just Christmas? Christmas. <laughs> I don't want to go to mass. (laughs) I'm thinking he uploads to the staff of Charon, but he finds his way in the main armor. Ooh. Oh, Uh takes control of it? Wait. 
How would he move it, though? It's not like there's a robot in there or something. Hey, don't yeah. call Locus a robot. What? I came here to have a good Church time, would... and I'm feeling so attacked right now. Church would not get along well with Locus. Uh, <laughs> that would be very bad. <laughs> One of the things about the this is the story of how I died message is that it seems to be a different message either sent as sent out specifically to Hargrove second in command or stored somewhere for whoever becomes the new chairperson uh, to find easily. And given the set of options that we have, um, it seems like that would be most easily done um, either from, well, sending uh, something else out from the Tower of Communication or storing something in the Staff of Caron's black box. Ooh. And mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm kind of leaning toward the black box at the moment. If it included, like, all of the data of how the Staff of Caron crashed and, you know, destroyed its computer systems, it would literally include yeah. the story of Epsilon's death. So that's Ooh. always... Do, uh, do spaceships? Do spaceships have blue boxes, and are they bigger on the inside? Another thing that I was thinking would be if uh, if Epsilon sent that message from the staff of Caron and then crashed the staff of Caron into the planet. Um, you know, we have seen ship crashes before where some of the um, uh, machinery is salvageable and, you know, like the um, the pelican at Outpost 17B. Um, maybe somebody will find Epsilon's remains and see if they can make use of them. What if they put him back together and he becomes like the villain for season 17? <laughs> Uh, yeah, instead of the meta, he's the meat. <laughs> meat? What about the team? The team? Yes, he's the team! Because <laughs> he is a team of different fragments. I saw this on Tumblr. Um, what would happen if the counselor didn't die? Somehow he survived the spaceship, because I mean, like, they, if the Red Blues can survive a spaceship and they're complete idiots, maybe a super smart guy like Aiden can. But what happens if, like, he stumbles across the remains of... Staff of Caron after Absalom was hijacked it, and he goes to check the uh, kind of electronics to see if it's salvageable, and then the light turns blue, and you just hear, knock knock, counselor. I don't know who to, I want to find out who said it, but I, I, I want so, to look Sil, Sil, that was me. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm happy you brought it up. I was like, is that too crackpot for the shiz now? That may be too crackpot for the shiz now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know That's there was a line box. in the sand. But yeah, that was like my thought for like the end credit sequence. Nereal really wants knock knock to happen because the last lines Gary said um, at the end of season three are the great destroyer has arrived, the end is near. And knock knock. And um, then you have response so, from church. Who's there? Yeah. <laughs> and the, the the knock knock was for Crunchbite, um, but maybe this time it's for the counselor. Mm. I, I just have an image now of the counselor crawling out of the wreckage with a bed strapped to his waist. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> they told me not tying class would never come come in use. <laughs> well, they were wrong. Glad I earned that Boy Scout badge. <laughs> tying these corpses together really helped cushion the fall. Oh, God. <laughs> what is the chairman going to do? Now that the whole galaxy knows what has happened on Chorus. Nuke the shit out of Chorus. <laughs> Makes wow. sense. With marinara sauce. <laughs> <laughs> we could take a book out of the aliens page and glass the planet. Nuke it and glass it. Are we making a microwave? <laughs> yes, or a snow globe. <laughs> See, the fallout is the snowflakes. <laughs> <laughs> no! Jesus. No, bad Caden. And Santa, he he probably likes snow globes. There's <laughs> <laughs> always Christmas on chorus. So I do think that it's likely that the chairman will nuke the planet, or try to, with the thought in mind that if he can't have the delicious artifacts on chorus, nobody can. In a fit of short-sighted rage. But perhaps... Um, one of the things that a cloaked locust might do with his key is not just go to the um, tractor beam temple and pull down the staff of Charon, but rather undo what the space pirates did to it to turn it into a tractor beam and sort of revert it back to being um, a planetary protection shield. A pushing such. beam. Oh. Just pushes things well, around. Well, yeah, kind of, kind of, really. It's like, it was, it was like a repulsor field around the planet. Could he use the Temple of Weather Manipulation to, you know, lightning strike the, the staff? <laughs> Smite the staff Smite. of Karan. He goes, I will destroy you myself, or may lightning strike me... <laughs> I just thought of something like what if he pretended that he was a rescue ship I mean aside from the fact that the ship has its name written in big giant letters on the side <laughs> like what if he took everybody up onto the ship and like thinking it was a rescue ship and then just killed them all Oh my gosh, so like maybe he's maybe he's swooping in here and says you have made a terrible mistake But he's not gonna kill them yet. He's just like you've made a terrible mistake You sent this out to the entire galaxy when you could have just sent it short range. I was in the area I'm here to help you out and once he's got everybody on board. He's like and now we are dive bombing into the planet (laughs) (laughs) All of us are dying What if Hargrove's line is a recording? And he has a dummy ship, because that would totally be the kind of out there thing that he would do. And he sent the dummy ship so that they'll just attack all of it, and he'll be like, okay, yeah, now you're out of ammo. Like, the whole time he hasn't even been on the staff of Karan. He's been on, like, the the sticks or something, <laughs> like, some other, some other afterlife-related thing. And he just sends this in, and they're all like, we're gonna take down Hargrove. And they get on the ship, and it's empty. Or it's oh. full of nukes. Or it's, yeah, it's stuffed to the brim with those little nukes. Oh, and gosh. All they see is a count, uh, like a countdown. Yeah. And, and like a recording while he's monologuing over it. <laughs> you thought you would find me here. You are incorrect. That is unfortunate. <laughs> Instead, have this week old pizza. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> with no stuffed crust. Do we think Hargrove is gonna make use of the suit? I I think it would be funny. Um, <laughs> Must I do everything just, myself? 
Yes. <laughs> you know, sort of like the I wear your dead friend's clothes. I look incredible. Um, <laughs> I'm in this big ass coat from the project down the road. Um, <laughs> I'd love it if he just found the meta suit in a thrift shop. Like, he just went to a local thrift store. And it was just on the racks. I'm going to pop some tags. Only got 20 AI in my pocket. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, I, I feel like I remember when somebody was talking to Miles about how Hargrove would fight. Miles was just like, man, he'd try to engage in fisticuffs and just die. Uh, you know, how, so, I don't know how well he'd do in the main suit without any AI. You know, the, like those old cartoons or like those old movies where like the guys try to punch. He's like, yeah, put him up, put him up. And he does the thing with the arm. Yeah, <laughs> put him be a dupe. Yeah. Put him up, see? Yeah, see? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I said make use of the suit, I didn't necessarily mean he was going to wear it. Uh, like maybe he'll um, use its cloaking unit or something to hide in a corner while they look for him on the ship yeah. or use its shield unit to protect himself from bullets or things like that. What if he forces Sheila into the suit? <gasps> no. Oh. Sheila. I forgot about Sheila. <laughs> Sheila, yeah. no. Sylvia, and like no. he's 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 trying, you know. So he's in the suit, and then he he's just ordering Sheila to do all these things, and she just has to be like, "Yes, Sheila." No. And wow. it just gets sadder and sadder until they finally get her out of the suit and yeah. into the computer system on Chorus. So then she is the planet lady and she and Santa are best friends. <laughs> Isn't this the plot of Smart House? <laughs> but guys, Caboose is going to be emotionally torn. He has his best friend Freckles or his number one lady, Sheila. Well, next season is um, gonna be sort of an anthology. Maybe this is a little bit like the end of season five, uh, and they all kind of go their separate ways for a bit. Maybe Caboose stays on chorus with Sheila and Freckles, and you and know, Smith? other people go other places. What if like Malcolm is like Malcolm Hargrove is stuck in the meta suit, and they take him with them, and they get a, they cre- recreate <laughs> Malcolm in the middle? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the boss of me now. Thanks go out to Rain Zero, Sylveon, Red Armo, Daft Prodigy, Caden, and Gazman. Produced by Rain Zero, Daft Prodigy, and Nereal. Congratulations to last week's trivia winner, Refresh. You have won a Steam game. This week's trivia question is, which freelancer agent was choked by the bubble shield? Send your answer with the subject line episode 19 trivia to shiznofeedback at gmail.com S-H-I-Z-N-O feedback at gmail.com The Shizno for sale one orange waffle iron slightly used definitely not ever dropped saliva is not for breathing <laughs> what about phlegm phlegm is not for breathing oh well i was I, you had me fooled <laughs> they say you can do anything if you try hard enough they're lying <laughs> any pizza is a personal pizza if you're brave enough if he does take up a new armor was he is he going to take up a new name? Mocus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Locus anymore. Now I'm 
Eva. <laughs> what? Eva. The EVA helmet. <laughs> the Wally Eva. Eva. I was thinking more like the Metal Gear Eva for some reason. Thank you. tight. Oh, um. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh. Owie. <laughs> You got an owie? Oh, owie! Oh, my word! That, that hurt my nose. Oh! That's a really bad sneeze. That's so cute. I'm sorry that you got hurt, Sylveon. Where, where were we? Right. Horrible death. Um, don't bang the squid. Don't do it. Don't do it. Leave the villager alone. I was actually I was actually doing a Jeff Goldblum laugh impression. It did, it did. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.